What's up, guys? Wallow Jay here, and I'm here with my co-host, Miguelinho. Miguelinho, say what's popping to the peoples. What's popping to the peoples. Thank you for not blowing my eardrums out. I appreciate it. Also, our other co-host, the guy with the 20-pound brain, Egg. Egg, say what's up to the peoples. What's up to the peoples. And our other co-host, God, he's a dream. Stephen Aiken. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, what do we got? Oh, I can't read that. Oh, you can wow. read it now. Hey, read I it can for see it in well. HD. As you guys can see, I'm sporting the new, uh, you know, uh, uh, binoculars because they're thick as fuck. <laughs> Trendy. What? Yo, but I can see, bro. I can, I can read your fucking thoughts, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. He can see into your soul. Bro, it, it is pretty dark in there, uh, Dream. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, listen, we got uh we we're, we're live also now on Twitch. So uh for those you know watching us on Twitch, uh Egg, why don't you tell them a little bit about the insiders, you know, and what we do. Okay. Uh well, we get inside information. Boom. There you go. <laughs> Y'all do. <clears throat> Plain and simple. There that you go. It's it. PGF Insider. So, you know, well, you want a little background? Background is uh, the Wallow and, and Brandon started talking before the PGF started. Uh, he, he wants some people to, to talk about it, to talk, make their picks for the fantasy PGF uh, live before it went on every Friday. Um I, I would, you know, I would watch all the dang time and I'd be commenting back and forth with them. And eventually I came on uh, and then he's a co-host you know, now. And now I'm a co-host. And of course, you know, uh, we added the wonderful, the uh, uh, unimaginable, the, the, uh, the amazing Stephen Aiken, Bobby, all of them. Uh, yeah, I do so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, basically, sure. what what do we do? We we talk all things PGF. We we are the super fans, and we do have a little bit of inside information, uh, and, and we spill it when we can, uh, and otherwise we just talk about everything we love. And when we when when somebody spills it without any permission, we have to delete the episodes. Yep. Ain't that There's right? There's a few of those. A few of those. <laughs> so you get inside information if you listen at the right time. It's an incentive to listen to this show. You know. <laughs> Well, listen, there's been a, a few moves uh, made this past week. We have uh, a few new athletes, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Egg, would you mind pulling those up and telling us a little bit about them? Well, first, let's just talk about our two PGF returners, right? So so uh, season three was 170 pounds. Season uh, six is going to be a 175. Uh, our regular season champion uh, for season three and our regular season and finale uh, champion for season one and five, Elijah Carlton, um, who we know we had him on last week. We also have uh, David Evers, Quadzilla, the winner of the season three finale tournament because Elijah could not make it to the finale. So I uh, left it open for grabs and David Evers came up there and, and took it. So he's, he's there uh, now. Uh, one of the first people we've we've had mentioned, uh, Majid Hage. He he runs Surf Fight uh, Gym out in San Diego. Uh, he's also known as Gorilla Hands. Uh, check him out on Instagram. He was the second. Uh, he was the the silver medalist in the ADCC South American Trials uh, last year. He lost to Miki Galvao in the finale. 
Hey, um, my dude's got some serious half car stuff. Sorry to cut you off, but please, I, did, no. I did do a little bit of research on people. I lied to y'all earlier when I said that I didn't. Um, I just wanted y'all to be unprepared for this. <clears throat> no, he, he he has a phenomenal half car game. And uh, when I was like looking this stuff up on him or whatever, there there were some parts of his game. I was like, oh, that's exactly like the way that I kind of do some stuff or whatever. So it was cool to see some some high level people like that playing, you know, a similar half guard kind of, kind of game to some stuff. Uh, so I'm really is excited. He a fringier guy? Huh? Is he a fringier guy? He is a Gracie Barra guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was Frangio, yeah. Frangio is a uh, AJ uh, was his coach. Uh, but, but I think it's, I think they're all, it was GB. I'm not sure now anymore. Yeah. If it, if it changed affiliations or whatever, how that goes in the world of it, but dude's been a serious competitor for, a long time, great half guard, baseball chokes. You know, I'm great excited. hair too. By the way, it's true. It's true. He may have the best hair going into the season so far. So far, <laughs> last, la, last year Elijah made the, the the fashion statement with the with the cut. Yeah, I, but, I, I um, don't know what that was, but hey, it fit him. You know, he was pimp, dyed it blonde, cut the sides. I don't know. It was kind of like a almost like a half a mullet. But not quite because yeah. he wasn't as long. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, it, it was a raise hell, praise Dale kind of hairdo, and it fits him very well. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, bro. He hit his target audience. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, Majid Hage has been around uh, competitions forever. He, he said he used to do the flipping the points uh, for Hodger Gracie matches. Uh, so, I mean, he just kind of grew up in this sport. Uh, really cool uh, attitude, really laid back. I mean, like, loves surfing and loves jujitsu. Uh, that's why it's called Surf Fight. Yo, yo, what up, Ryan? Shout out to Ryan, you know, stopping by saying, What's up? What's up, my brother? So, so he's from uh, from San, the San Diego area, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Correct, correct. All right, all right. So, after that, uh, we got um, Kawan Gracie, uh, who's a, a black belt under Haji Gracie out there in London. Uh, he's been a Bellator competitor. He's one one in his MMA matches, um, and and obviously a grandson of uh, uh, the Gracie. I mean, he, he's Gracie. So uh, and he's and he's a black belt under the the best competitor uh, of all time. So that's probably about all you need to know. All right. And After that, yep. What do we got next? That was so, surprise. Uh, two more coming. Oh, uh, okay. My bad. But uh, yeah, we got two more. AJ Agazar. So that was not I mean, a surprise, though. <laughs> no, no, the next one is. But yeah. so AJ, obviously a D1 wrestler, uh, the Ohio State University uh, wrestled there. Uh, ADCC silver medalist uh, back in 2017. Uh, second place in the trial West Coast Trials that year as well. Uh, he's a you know no gi world champion. Um, all kinds of world championships. I mean, he, he actually apparently also helped start flow grappling. Uh, a lot of long, great stories out there. That's uh, that's what I saw too. I I was listening. Actually, I was watching the inside the what is it inside BJJ podcast yep. with uh, T- Tim Freeman. And uh, shout out to those guys. Those guys are really good. Tim Freeman. Uh, well, I I want to say Andrews, the other guy, and then uh, the Latino guy, of course, Oscar. You know, they did. Really good job with with that interview with uh, with AJ. Uh, you know, I was expecting AJ to be you know like a character type of thing, but he he sounded very reasonable. He wasn't like you know 
like in character or anything. He came out, you know, to me, he seemed like genuine, you know, when he was talking about all this stuff and, you know, about helping, you know, getting floor grappling going and all that stuff, which is what you just referenced. Yeah, I mean, he's a very intelligent, very articulate gentleman. I've listened to a number of uh, podcasts with him. Um, but but some of the interesting stuff I, I really want to learn more about, hopefully we get him on, on our show, uh, was uh, AJ talked about seeking retribution against somebody that might be. That's what I wanted. I wanted to point that out, too, because he didn't come out and say it. And the only names that were announced up until that time were – Majid, Elijah, and I don't think David Evers was announced just yet. So, well, as a competitor, I mean, it's probably fair to say he probably knows a few people that haven't been announced yet. So, unsure whether it's it, it, the issues with one of the people that have already been announced or somebody that has been signed but not announced yet. All right. So, have you looked at his matches to see? Because I know that if you're doing research, you're looking at those matches to see who could it potentially be. I know that well, you can't, we can't say names of the people that haven't been announced just yet. So let me ask you this, because I know you did the research. Has that person been announced yet or no? So uh, you're, you're presuming that they had a match. Uh, this, this from the interview with Inside BJJ, um, you know, that podcast. Oh, so it's, it's it, personal. It was, a, yeah, it was a friend. They were best friends. And this person now has shown his true colors. It, it's somebody who uh, oh. he said that. You know, scumbag promoters. He was protecting this kid from scumbag promoters lowballing him. So somebody that he's he's, you know, kind of mentored. I mean, so I have seen a podcast uh, interview between uh, of both AJ Agazarm uh, and Majid, and they're both Gracie Bar Bar guys. So that that would line up. I could see AJ seeing Majid as a kid younger than him. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the, the podcast that they were interviewed, I think back in 2022, uh, and something could have happened since then. They, they seemed, um, they seemed pretty chill on, on that interview. So who knows? Uh, this is pure speculation, objection, speculation. No, no, ahead, no, no. Listen, you asked, this is part of a story that is, he put it out there. You know, this is not something that we went trying to dig. He put it out there that this was you know, happening that he was seeking retribution. I heard the same thing you heard. Yeah. We're not journalists, so we're not going to do a lot of digging, but, you know. A little bit digging. Just a little bit. Yeah. We'll just to bit. just to find out who it is because, hey, this is what we do. This is, we're interested in this. We want to know. I mean, hey, you brought it up, so we're just, you know, curious. That's all. So maybe yeah. if we have him on, we can just flat out ask him, yo, who are you talking to? You know, who, who are you talking about? You know, so we shall see. Very well. All right. So now the, the big one, the big surprise, uh, the one that we, you know, we weren't quite sure uh, if it was going to happen. And, and all of a sudden it, uh, it, did. it was one of those ones where it was announced before we even found out. Like, come on, man. We're inside. It was just gives like a five minute notice. Come on. Um, at least. But at least Hanato Canuto. Uh, and, and you're look, looking at. You know, he's, he's with one championship. Uh, he's, you know, got in 2021, he, he first placed in the IBJJF World Championship. Um, and then at, back in 2017, he, he was also first place uh, World's Championship in the no-gi for them. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, he's he's won some Kasai Grand Prix. Uh, he's legit. He's legit as can be, um, you know, he's, he's with the Checkmat team. 
Uh, but currently his, his gym is hybrid jujitsu out of Las Vegas. Uh, just exceptionally exciting person. Uh, he, he's going to bring a lot to the PGF. Um, I mean, as I keep just saying all these killers just keep getting signed to the PGF. It, it is going to be insanity. Yeah. I mean, we were really surprised about that one because we know that he has a contract with a big promotion and we weren't sure if he was going to be able to, you know, get permission to come and do the PGF. But that was that was a very nice surprise when when he got announced. And like you said, hey, what's up, man? We're the insiders. Give us, give us a couple <laughs> of minutes head start. Be like, yo, just so you know, uh, this is happening. But hey, it's all good. No big deal. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, March 1st is the qualifier out in Las Vegas. I believe he's going to be held at 10 Planet Las Vegas. Uh, Maggie, would you pull up uh, the, the smooth component and see how we're doing on that? All right. So last week, you know, we saw we had 14 competitors. And, um, this what do we got now? More- so we got 16 now, and I'm going to give a shout out to the new names that we see up here. So out of 10th Planet Albuquerque, we have both Fergus Keating and Donnie Bryan. Shout outs to these gentlemen for you know answering the call to go to the PGF qualifier, right, and just show what they got, right? You know, trying to get that exposure, right? You take this serious. This is your chance, guys. Like you know, this is the one qualifier this season, right? So if you're serious, you want to get into the PGF, this is your way in. So for anyone watching. If you want to see your homies in there, right? Or if you want to be there, sign up because this is your chance. And once this event started, that's it. You got to wait until the next season to see if you're the wait and see if there's a qualifier. So if you want it, you got to go out and get it. So this this will be, like you said, the only qualifier this season. Uh, the only way that is guaranteed that you'll be in is by winning. So show up when it you're in. Everybody else is probably going to get an invite. Um, I know Brandon's looking for some alternates as well. Uh, he's going to try to keep those local. So if you're from the Las Vegas area, show up, show out. Even if you don't win, if you're a local, there is the possibility that you could be selected as an alternate. Just, you know, come in, have a good time, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe you're somebody that just wants to risk your own money to hang around for a week in Vegas, hoping that somebody gets a opportunity. Maybe that that could be you. Yeah, you never know, right? Again, uh, we've seen crazy things happen. Like this past season, they had like Turbo Tax go out there. We had um, we had no Randolph. He was in the stands as a yep. fan the first day. By that third day, enough people had been injured. He was in the matches. So we're I mean, talking about it, Noah. Yeah, yep. I don't know what I'm talking know. about. There we go. It had to be done. Um, so, I mean, point being is that, you know, somebody that's a local, you know, in Las Vegas might just be a replacement player, but they could become a star. It could easily happen. Maybe we'll have another battle round. I don't know. You know what happens? You know, it, it could, it, it's a last minute thing with this battle. Put Elijah in the battle rama. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, and it's worth at least mentioning it to all the fans out there right now is um, the PGF is is it's just different. It's a different beast. I mean, Stephen can talk uh, to it, but, you know, so many people come in. They're used to, OK, a one day tournament. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have like three, four matches and boom, I'm going to put all out there. Okay, I can take a pop because, you know what, uh, the next events in like a month or something like that. No, 
uh, if these guys allow themselves with that mindset to take a pop that first day, we've seen it. Uh, you, you're out. What do you say, Steven? No, that's definitely true for sure. Uh, it's, it's not the same thing to where you can just risk the injury and then expect everything to be okay. And you can't really give away any matches because the ones that you think, you know, you can, you can give away, there'll be one that you really won't, you may get a draw or something against a person you were expecting to win on, you know? And so now you've given away two or three matches and somebody that sucks is ahead of you. And so now you start reaching and you fall further behind, you know, there, there's a lot of weird things uh, we've seen happen from people and, and people who haven't really played the game that come in with different strategies uh, end up playing themselves a lot of times along the way uh, because it's pretty straightforward that you just got to be in the match and you got to put up points pretty consistently almost every time. I, I, and I'm, I'm sorry to, to ask this. I, I, we may have asked it before and I forgot. Uh, did you at any point feel the pressure of maybe opening up more your game so you could try to, you know, possibly catch up to the guys that were in front of you or, or were you not, you know, I, I felt like I was going to be able to make the playoffs either way. Um, okay. I wanted to beat everybody though, to be honest with you. So like there, you know, I did pick a couple of matches that were trying to be strategic and, and different things like that against guys who were on our team and stuff like that. Cause we had a different kind of setup for the team points uh, in a way too. Uh, Cause there was only two teams going against each other uh, and we wrestled each other too, you know? So it, it was a lot of, a lot of weirdness, you know, going on with us trying to make deals with each other to get points and not give up points and different things like that. Um, so, yeah, man, it, it, it was really hard to, to stay in there mentally uh, and thinking about the game, like how to, how to, how to win playing for like cheap points instead of going out there and just putting the stamp down on everybody you possibly could. So I think, I think I really went after everybody I could, except for probably Kamoy. I think, I think we both gave each other too much respect and then finally started trying to roll too late in the match to get anything going. Uh, cause, cause both of us kind of knew the other guy was pretty tough in their spots and didn't really get after it. So that, that that's one that I probably let go of too easy. So for our new fans, just really quickly, Stephen Aiken is not only, uh, you know, the amazing announcer of the PGF, but he is a, a veteran of the PGF from season two. And that's what we're talking about. Yes. So Elijah mentioned last week that, you know, not even Brandon realized how many ways of gaming the, the, the you know, the game there are, you know, how many options there are. But you also may have mentioned in the past that if you try to game the game, you get screwed. So that's like almost like there's like two different philosophies here. You know, one, one's looking at game. The other one's like, nah, you shouldn't game because when you do, you're going to get messed up. So it's like. So I think it's interesting to hear his perspective now where he may not feel like he's the top dog and he's going to be looking for somebody to help him play the game where he's like he said, he's never really looked for any help playing the game. Uh, so he, he's having to be forced into the role of being a team player this time in a way. So he, he may, he may make some wrong choices trying to choose alliances or trading points or, or whatever that could be with people. And mm. it, it just could end in badly because you give something to somebody else. And then, you know, all of a sudden the, the guy behind you gets to go against three alternates or something. Mm-hmm. And then they, they get a quick 18 in one day. Now, now you're behind even worse. Uh, you know, that that's the thing. Somebody just has a hot day 
And it's really hard to predict, even looking at the schedule sometimes that somebody like on today, day three, they just went up for like 15 points all of a sudden. And now, now they're up in the meat, you know, the mix, or there's the guy who starts really hot who's at the top and then always cools off by the end of the week, you know, and then there's the Matt Elkins effect is the opposite, you know, where he gets all his hard matches out of the way the first day or two, and then tries mm-hmm. to come on a tear at the end to get his enough points just to qualify, you know? Um, so, so there's a lot of ways that you can win. Uh, I think David Evers is, is he played it similar to what I thought I was doing most of the time, trying to stay healthy, not giving away anything if you could help it. But, but definitely like establishing that you're, you know, a real player in the game, you know, to look to the playoffs because I considered winning the playoffs to be the actual like championship personally, you know, the, the season was one thing for sure, but I knew that I would always get, get back in the playoffs against everybody I could. If, if I was going to win the playoffs, I, I would have gotten retribution basically on anybody that was had beaten me or whatever during the regular season. Now you mentioned that, uh, that, you know, starting hot and then like by the middle, you know, just kind of like slowly fading out a little bit. Um, we kind of saw that with Landon. What what do you think happened there? Because he was hot. Do you think he had like maybe not so many hard matches at the beginning, and then the, he started mm-hmm. having his hard matches towards the end, and that's why technically he kind of like faded a little bit. You know, I, th- I think that's definitely a part of it. And then you know, one of the things I've thought about a lot recently too is you know, uh, I'm helping coach little league, you know, baseball and stuff, and we're and we're talking about building like endurance and innings and stuff like that. So I've been watching a lot of other stuff and like as a blue belt, he probably hasn't established enough conditioning to get through these kinds of rounds repeatedly like that at that high of a level also. And he probably had his tougher matches too. Uh, But I'd like to go back and look at it a little bit too and see how many of the guys that faded by the end were the more experienced grapplers versus the less experienced grapplers. Uh, and and then one thing too is like the people what they were eating. Were you were you were you rehydrating at night? Were you going to eating McDonald's immediately after, or a bunch of you know nothing and sodas and stuff or whatever? I don't know. I'm not saying anybody was, but you could see people start to fade by the end of the week because your nutrition was really important. Uh, gosh, who was it? There was one person I can't remember. They were losing weight throughout the whole week because they couldn't get enough calories. Jonathan Roberts. There you go. go. Uh That's right. I couldn't remember. He he could, he was working so hard that he couldn't get enough calories and and keep the weight on him. So he was like struggling just to stay at his normal best just because of the workload. And I think that's the thing. The conditioning is one, but then the endurance part of the conditioning to being able to get up for now it's going to be five days in a row too. That's a new thing. Uh, we, we had been doing four off one and then on one uh, for the tournament, but now it's going to be four on and then tournament last day. So it'll be interesting to see now if, if that plays a big factor in people's physical, you know, shape more so than injuries, you know, just good old stamina. Well, these are, these are kind of good questions that we can ask these guys when we have them on because, you know, they're – I don't want to say that the level of competition is so much higher. I mean, it is higher. We know that it is. But at that level, it's, it's like you almost have to do, like, everything perfect, you know. Your nutrition, this is professional your, sports. Yeah. 
This is this is 100% professional sports now. And if you look at anybody that's a real professional athlete at those high levels, they're going as soon as they're done with their games or whatever, they may be doing more practice. They're probably going to see a trainer of some sort to get like some mobility work. They're getting an ice baths. They're getting massages. They're going to physical therapists. They're getting MRIs on site and stuff like that to, to see what's what, you know. And, and so like, yeah, yeah, it's going to take that. I think it's really going to take that now. Uh, and we're, we're going to see people really fade hard uh, because they're not going to have those things in, in check and it's going to cost them. And if I think if people are maybe using certain things and substances that they may or may not be able to use this time, we may see some of that play a factor as well to where some of the gas power uh, may not exist. And I'm interested to see. Now, when you're talking about substances, are you talking about steroids or are you talking about something else? I mean, it could be anything realistically, but definitely uh, we had one person say that they were not using testosterone this time. And they had previously, I think Talking about a lot. Yeah, you can say his name, you know, he, yeah. he did say it. Yeah. So I'm interested to see honestly what that could do. And, and, and you know, because as, as a competitor myself, when he went against us, uh, he, he was healthy and strong and really big. So that lets me know what I maybe didn't know then. <laughs> uh, about the situation, uh, bro. You gotta and, get on that test. No shame. I'm just saying. I, I'm not judging or like being a hater or anything like that. It's just an interesting thought, you know, because that's why people do that for the endurance, for the stamina, for the recovery, for being able to stay at a high level more days in a row, more often than other people. Uh, and as a man, if you are on testosterone or and you know, and then you're not. I've heard lots of stories about how that's not good for you and what that, what that does. Uh, so, so that's just something that if, as a, as a thing, you know, I, I'm interested to see what it looks like. Well, speaking from experience, I was on it about 10 years ago. Um, I was jacked. There's no, there's, but it's, it's, it was not just because of the, of the testosterone, you know, I had to put in the work. I was, at no, the definitely. Gyms. I was at the gym six days a week, but, you know, it's not going to make your jujitsu better. What it what it will do is allow you to train longer, which will increase your 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 endurance. You know, and it'll allow you to recover faster. So for for guys, and you're guys, more aggressive, and you feel less pain, I, 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 and I, 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 all those things I, are true scientifically. Uh, the less pain, no, it's true. The, the more, more testosterone, if you if you have more test, a higher testosterone level, you have a higher pain tolerance. Well, I, I, I don't know because I, I guess I, I wasn't put in a position to test that, but I can tell you that, yes, I felt, I don't want to say aggressive, I felt more competitive because, you know, I was rolling with, with upper belts, yeah, and I was just trying to keep up. And the, the way that I was trying to keep up is by being assertive, you know, trying to be, you know, I guess competitive. You, fuck it, just call it aggressive. Make yeah. Mike match Mike with Mike. You know, you trying to. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, I mean, uh, it's good it, for a guy for a guy like like me now at forty eight. It will probably do me wonders, which is you know a route that I'm probably going to go back into because yeah, I'm at that age where my testosterone is like you know a nine year old girl's testosterone. It's in the in the low one fifties. You know what I mean? So, that, so you could tell already then, just as a normal person, having a lower than average, what that does to you. So then, oh yeah, oh know. yeah, bro. Listen, I, I was I was a hundred and my low was one hundred eighty five pounds. 
I had shoulders, I had arms, pecs, abs I didn't have just quite yet, but I was I was pretty big, you know, pretty pretty jack. And once you get off of it, it's tough. It's it, it is really tough because, you know, your 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 energy starts going down, you know, your energy goes down, your motivation's not the same. When you're on it and you're con- you're consistent with what you do in your workouts, you see results within a matter of fuck a month. Like the first month I was on it, I was like, holy shit. I couldn't believe it. I could not fucking believe it. And it was just one milliliter. It wasn't, you know, anything crazy like some of these guys do where they go like five milliliters every fucking week. You know, that's when you're, when you're, when your stuff so you're, starts going like, nah, man, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to work on my own. You're talking about your, your wiener. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about your pecker. Yeah, no, you get the yeah, you get the over. The but over if you if you if you get your blood work done and you're doing it through you know a a professional like yep. a supervised professional, they'll get you the right dose where everything's going to be like you know. Well, exactly. Well, you'll benefit because there's guys that'll do it right, and it's just to the point where they they do too much, and if they don't cycle off the right way, they're going to be way or way worse off than someone that's naturally low. You know, and that's. That's something that uh, is pretty interesting. <laughs> it is neon blue. I, I died it this morning. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So we got off on this tangent because I'm just talking about the, the endurance it takes for the gauntlet. That is the PGF, the PGF, the regular season, each competitor will have 12 matches, three matches a night, four nights in a row. And during those 12 matches, their job is to amass as many points or getting submissions as possible. You know, for three points for a break, six points for a kill or a choke. And if they do it within a minute, they get an extra, you know, elbow genie bonus point. Um, and we're saying that it is, it's tough. It's it's really a gauntlet that, that goes after people. Uh, and, and we said, you know, Jonathan Roberts talked about how he lost weight all week because he just could not get enough calories back in. We, we've seen, we saw, Three, four people go down uh, last season. Uh, had to have you know, the replacement players became permanent players. Um, it is tough, and, and as Stephen just said, uh, this season uh, th- there used to be you know you had the four nights, uh, and, and then you'd have a day off, and then you had the finale tournament. This season we roll right into it. Uh, so so twenty one April, twenty one April, it's gonna be on YouTube. Uh, that that day is gonna be at the combine. We don't have all the events yet, but all the competitors are going to have a chance to go show what they can do in front of the coaches. Uh, that night will be the auction draft, live auction draft. It is so much fun. Uh, will people be stealing each other's guys? We just talked about Kawan Gracie's, uh, Hajra Gracie's student. Um, is somebody going to try to steal him away? Uh, we'll see what happens there. And then the next day, the 22nd, that Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three matches a night for every competitor and we'll see how it sorts it out. And of course this season, the winning team gets a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my God. I just thought about, I wish they could get Gary Tonin. He's like 170, right? No, he's 145. I thought, is he that small? No, I thought that's no way. Oh yeah. He does. No, compete. I think yeah, he's that, like 55, 45, 55. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That would be amazing though. Sorry. I don't know why yeah. this popped in my head. I was just thinking about, other guys that All we right. don't know. I was like, who do we not know yet? Right. Like there's people I don't know that Brandon keeps not knowing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Listen, we kind of, we know that there, we know that there's like another five or six that we're just stuck that they're in, but we can't release it yet. So oh. you know, just make sure that you're following uh, PGF World on Instagram or Brandon McCaffrey on Instagram, and every Monday they're releasing at least one or two athletes uh, and some other other information throughout the week. Um, the seasons are, you, you can watch them back all one through five on BMAX channel, which is up there, the link to the YouTube. The finales, you know, they, they will be on pay-per-view or wherever we're going. Uh, we can't release that just yet, but, you know, it's going to be either on pay-per-view or through some streaming service. But the se- the regular season, the first four days, will be completely free and available to everybody on YouTube. He did fight at featherweight. Featherweight? Mm, yeah. Okay, he's competed sure. at 77.45. Yeah. In grappling. Yeah, 45. Yeah. He's competed in the, in the big ones. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I believe the next one will be the 155 season. So maybe Cruiser we can get him for that one. No, we'll see. I don't know. Gary Tonin, would you be interested? You know, I'm just putting that out there. I'm interested. I'm so interested in seeing see it too. That. 155? Hell yeah. Because I think he can handle, like I think he can handle that that pace, that pressure, that tempo. He's the kind of grappler I think that would break a lot of people in this scenario. I don't know why I haven't thought about him yet, but maybe that's because he has been in the lighter weight classes and stuff recently. Yeah, uh, but yep, he's got exactly, he's got yeah. he's got he's got the kind of game that will break people at a lot of weight classes. Mm-hmm. Man, he's interesting. He's fun to watch too. Yep. What else do we got? Is that well, it? Are we are we good? No. No. Who else? Egg, do we have anything else? Well, no, I think we're we're pretty much there. That's go ahead. Did please. you announce everybody that was announced? Yes. Every, every everybody that we can announce has been, you yeah. know. Did you talk about Canudo? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, I must have zoned out. Dang, I I should have played a prank. I'm like, bro, we can't say that yet. I should have been the team. <laughs> me, dude. Damn. I must have been watching yeah, yeah. The, I was watching uh AJ versus Majid Hage at ADCC trials in twenty seventeen. AJ oh. won that. AJ won that match. So I don't know if that has anything to, or not to do with whatever we're saying. So they they did have a match at least almost ten years ago. And you're going back to what what Egg was referencing about you know having yeah. some sort of uh, that's probably how I missed it. The ADHD be taking over sometimes. I can't help it. Hey, bro. You know it's it late. Is what it is. Well, uh, how about this, Stephen? Uh, since you've been doing a little bit of research yourself, out, out of the people that have been announced so far, who's your favorite? I mean, as far as like your favorite to win it, oh, to win it, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. probably Caduto at this point. I think, I think I, li- I like his style also. It's similar to the Tony thing. Maybe that's what was making me think about it. Is that that he can get down and boogie? You know, he's got the pace. Uh, I've never seen him really have to slow down much that I can think about. And uh, maybe the six minute, maybe you know, the right kind of pace for him. Uh, I'm really excited to see his style. I, I think AJ is good. I don't know that the six minutes is going to be his most favorable time for his style either. Uh, similar to me in a way, you know, it's like, I think he just takes a little time to get the cook uh, working uh, and it just doesn't always go that well. But Canudo is somebody that's just after it from bell to bell. Um, and of the names that we have so far, I think he's my personal like favorite that I would have to pick. I mean, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen AJ compete in a while. What was the last time he competed? Because I think the last I time I saw him, him do anything. ADCC. ADCC? Yeah, because he had the uh, – remember? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because I think I did go back and he wasn't wrong with his protest. So he had a little issue with, uh, well, give me my two. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think that before that, I saw him, I think he was in an MMA fight. That was a while back. You know, I could, let me see what his last match was. His last match was last year. uh, Yeah, the IBGJ. Yeah. Yeah, Worlds. So 2022, sorry, so two years ago. Damn. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all we got. We don't have anything else that we can announce. You guys probably don't want us, you know, listen mm-hmm. to us talking about video games or anything else. So, well, what, what are the things that are going on in the community right now, though? What, what's happening? The Rock and Roman Reigns is what's, what was happening. That's true. The Bloodline, you know, taking over SmackDown. What's up? People, what's up with that? Smoke. I like, I like <laughs> the heel rock. I like the rock's heel turn. Um, that is see what if it's sorry, this is not a, this is a tangent, but a tangent that maybe y'all can follow if you, if you know, <laughs> if you know me and us, but like the way that he cut the promo that night is that is like how I try to do what's, what's happening during the PGF or whatever is like there, there is no, it wasn't scripted, you know, it's like, there's like things that were going on and you just kind of felt the crowd out. And he, he was being a, a heel, you know, so he was going pretty hard. But in general, that was the thing is that you you reach for certain like points of emphasis. And that's where you can draw out the like the feeling of stuff. And it's not just like those canned kind of like athlete answers and things like that. So that's there's there's a lot of what, you know, people may not see in pro wrestling. It is is like a it's like a stand up show in a lot of ways when they're doing those promos and you can, you know, think what you think about the, the matches and the, the sports entertainment side of it in that way, or where the competitive is or not, but like the guys who are good at, on the mic, uh, they would actually be good probably almost in any kind of host role or like being an MC or something like that. It, it's just like a specific thing. Yeah. I thought, I thought that, uh, I thought it was very good what he did. He, he was uh, it was almost like nostalgia, you know. It's like, oh, I remember this. This is and, why that uh, was cool. Oh well, yeah, 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 for sure. And, and and then he come out in like one of those shirts that he used to wear back in the nineties, but without the arms because his arms are just ridiculous, man. It's like that was yeah, good. Can, that was good, dude. He looked he looked fly as fuck. And then with the with the sunglasses, yeah. I, I, I was into it. I was like, let's go. Let's go. But I, I, I think at some point, you know, there's going to be a turn. One of those two is going to go, you know, to the other side. So we'll see. But it's interesting, man. I, I, I'm, I'm actually enjoying watching pro wrestling again. I know Egg does not care for it, but Mickey probably don't watch it. But you and I, you know, we, we can talk about it. Y'all know. This. Y'all know. Yeah. This is part of the game. It's part of the game. This is professional wrestling. What we're doing right now, we're just doing it where there's no uh, outcomes that are predicted. And everything right. else is, is real in that way. And we're trying right. to put the realness of the story in there and talk about things that maybe a lot of people are uncomfortable kind of talking about or leading you down some roads that for for the, the purists, they may not want to go down those roads in conversation. And that's fine. Uh, maybe, maybe the show's not for their taste as much as it'll be entertaining and you'll get to know these athletes and these personalities. Uh, and I think that's like the future of any real sports league is having athletes that are relatable 
whether you like them or not, somebody else does and they're relatable. And so you're going to show up to watch them win and somebody's going to show up to watch them lose. And that's just the way that it goes. You can love the, the Raiders, but somebody else is going to hate the Raiders and they'll, you know, burn your house down if you have a Raiders flag on it or something. I don't know. It's just that's the sports thing about it. And I think we can do that in a safe way with the PGF because we're already violent. So and we 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 already have storylines building, you know. It's they write themselves. You're you're talking about yeah, there there's several stories. Some of them that you know that we probably can't just point out just yet. But you know, for example, the one with AJ and whoever he's trying to get retribution from. It's actually you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that day he's trying to get retribution against us all of us. That's right, son. What you don't know is we got an army of the insiders, bro. Like you step to my dog, dogs are gonna step to you, bro. What's up? What's up? <laughs> We're just kidding, by the way. Please don't, please don't fight us. We're all old, old and bro, broken. We 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 go to bed like around nine, you know, normally. You know, look at look at Aiken. He's already yawning. He's already it's like way past his yeah. It's past his bedtime. All right, uh, Miggy. Any final thoughts before we go? You know, you know, as we said, you know, don't play the game or the game gonna play you. Play us. So watch yourself. You know, that's all. That's all I got. Some wise words to end this. That's it for me. Egg. Any final thoughts? <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, David Evers is gonna catch some people. No shit. People, 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 go I'm go Quadzilla. People are, are going to be overlooking him, and, and and he's he's going to break some people. Uh, it, it's going to happen. I I'm excited to see Elijah. Uh, obviously, a big step up in competition. But every time we've challenged him, he stepped up. I mean, just the last season. Hey, can Elijah do overtime? Yes, yes, he can. It's how we want. Uh, so really excited. Um, just inside, excited to see. Just all all the the different personalities, all kinds of uh, like up and coming. You know, we've seen we have world champions on the roster now. Uh, it's it's gonna be insanity. Dream final thoughts. I'm ready for more. I'm I'm just ready for more. Uh, it, it hasn't been very long, but it feels like it's been a, a drought here. Kind of the 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 energy's building. I, I feel everybody's like behind the scenes. We're all, we're all just like on the edge of our seats, ready to like jump on something uh, to, to get the, to get it rolling, you know? Uh, so the, the energy is just really like high. And, and a lot of us are kind of just sitting on it right now because we can't, we can't say everything that we want to say. Uh, so it, it, it's really, it's really going to be uh, a lot. It's going to be a lot. And, and I'm excited to be a part of it, man. Uh, this 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 is just so cool. Every every new name that comes out, every new announcement is just something for me. Is just like it's living the dream, man. So uh, you know, playing right into the gimmick here. Uh, you're just gonna keep working hard and and finding myself wherever I need to be over and over again. And uh, this is the best one yet. Dude, like when we started jujitsu, did you did you guys even remotely think that we would be here? talking about a tournament that's going to be paying a hundred grand to the winning team an additional 20 grand to the guy that walks away with the championship an additional 20 grand in salary for all the athletes that's 160 grand plus whatever comes through the super chats 
I mean, potential sponsorships and all that for these cats. Sponsorships. Look, look, look at Travis Thomas walking away with, with sponsors. Uh, Matt Elkins last season. Uh, Elijah landed yep. epic role as, their, as his main, you know, sponsor. You know, X Marshall is sponsoring a bunch of guys too. So I mean, yeah, they're sponsoring a grip of folks, bro, bro. They're 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 like you know, they're on the come up too. They're like, yep. yeah, we're we're here and we're here trying to help out the community. So listen yeah. though, if you hear these names of these sponsors and they sell gear and they sell shirts or if they sell anything that that is something you may be able to use or anything like that, and you want to support the PGF, that is the best way you can do that without directly like sending in money to something like that. You can you can buy from these sponsors and let them know that that you're supporting them because they support us at the PGF. Uh, that is literally the best way to keep everything going. Is that that people know. Uh, the money that they put in is not just being wasted and nobody's talking about them. They're not getting any return. They're just giving everybody a bunch of free stuff and money. Uh, that doesn't feel great. So, so definitely if you guys see something you like from them, don't hesitate, go ahead, pull the trigger on that. We appreciate it. I know they appreciate it. Uh, that that's why they're in the business here. They love jujitsu as much as we all do as well. Uh, they're, they're real martial artists. Every one of these companies that we've been involved in so far, uh, so, so I can't say enough about how supportive they were in person last week. Uh, subversive. Uh, they, they were put so, so Mike cook us all food. You know, it was just so much, so much from those guys. And, and, and the, and the support was just amazing. So definitely if you guys can, please go, go grab something. Use code PGF 10, grab it up. That's right. Listen, I, and, and not, I'm not going to say this because, you know, we're involved with them and whatever. And we have a discount code, like, Steven said PGF 10, uh, but their shorts, their shorts are the best shorts I've ever worn. I bought four pair nice. just because I, well, I bought three, three additional pair because I bought a pair and I thought that they were like so comfortable. I'm like, I'm buying some more. So I got four pair of X Marshall shorts. So, Hey, xmarshall.com, just check them out. If you decide to buy anything, yeah, yeah. like Steven said, PGF 10, that's your code right there. Get 10% off at least, you know, a couple of saves you shipping. Yeah, for sure. So something. Hey, I like the rash guards. They got some really cool designs. Uh, they had that one, uh, Donald Glover on it. it. says, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, it spoke to me. <laughs> I, I wear that at least once a week now. Nice. Uh, right Very on. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, with that said, uh, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the guys on Twitch. If you guys are watching us on Twitch, uh, yeah. hopefully next week. Next week, we'll have maybe a guest, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We're still trying to confirm, uh, you know, one of our guests for uh, for the show. But uh, we'll see. We'll let you know. See you, Matt. Anyway, guys, thank you so much see for you, tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Pasta Adios. la vista. We'll